everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of uh, The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and welcome once again to this wonderful show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so letting you guys know, probably won't be putting up a new episode next week, because uh, I will be out of town, uh, but uh, that's okay. That's all right. Uh, I got this one for you. So hopefully, uh, these next two chapters-ish that I'll be reading to you will be uh, lengthy and full of my rage boners. So it could be fun. It could be super fun. You never know. Um, what else is new? Uh, I don't know. Life is pretty good. I'm about to turn 28 tomorrow. That's, uh, that's exciting. Although, like, I don't, I don't know why. I don't really care that much right now. Like, uh, turning 20, 28 is, um, it's okay. It's, uh, I don't, I don't really feel... Like, uh, having, having a birthday celebration of any sort. I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't really want the cake and the, the I don't just, just let it happen. And then, you know, the, <laughs> just make it a day that I can just go to work and do my thing and let it pass. You know, <laughs> it's not, it's not really that important. Uh, and maybe I'm just in denial of getting older and so on. And because one day I'm just going to wake up and it's going to be, I'm going to be like 65 and go like, ah, fuck. What happened with the 28, motherfuckers? And then, and it'll be terrible. But, eh, for now, I'm just in my own little headspace, room, whatever. Uh, but I'll be out of town next weekend, so I'm kind of considering that its own sort of birthday bash of sorts. So, uh, yeah, what a, I don't, it doesn't really matter. But you didn't come here to listen to me bitch about being old. You came here to me to hear me bitch about the Bibble. So uh, let's let's break that shit down, right? So we're in numbers right now, and I probably won't be drinking this time around since for me, recording, it's a little on the early side, and I'm trying to cut back on the drinking a little bit. Uh, but I do have some tea here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anywho. All right. Chapter 17. Uh, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, as you fucking always do, and take of every one of them a rod according to the house of their fathers, and all their princes according to the house of the, their fathers. Twelve rods. Write thou every man's name upon his rod. <laughs> uh, and thou shalt write Aaron's name upon the rod of Levi, for one rod shall be for the head of the house of their fathers. Okay. Uh, and thou shalt lay them up in the tabernacle of the congregation before the testimony where I will meet with you. Uh, and it shall come to pass that the man's rod, whom I shall choose, shall blossom. And I will make to cease from, the, uh, from me the murmurings of the children of Israel, whereby they murmur against you. Okay, so uh, we're taking sticks from, uh, from everybody in, in town. Uh, and Aaron puts his name on the, on the rod of Levi, I guess, and we're going to bring it in the tabernacle, and that man's rod, whom I choose, shall blossom. Um, <laughs> uh, and I will make to cease from me the murmurings of the children of Israel. Uh, as like a, uh, like a proof that, um, I, I guess as a proof of his divine whatever i have taken a stick a dead stick and i will make it blossom i i that was the best idea you can come up with but all right okay that's fine 
Uh, and Moses spake unto the children of Israel, and every one of their princes gave him a rod apiece, for each prince one according to their father's houses, even twelve rods, and the rod of Aaron was among their rods. And Moses laid up the rods before the Lord in the tabernacle of witness. And it came to pass that on the morrow Moses went in the tabernacle of witness, and behold, the rod of Aaron, of course, for the house of Levi was budded, and brought forth buds and bloom blossoms and yielded almonds. Wow, okay, so the almond thing kind of sold me. But again, you chose Aaron. It seems odd to me <laughs> to do this. Be like, oh, Aaron's the good one. Prove, prove that Aaron's the good one. It's kind of dumb, right? Like, kind of dumb. Also, it wasn't like Levi supposed to be the ones defending the tabernacle. So it kind of is one of these like, well, Aaron got it. Hmm. I don't know, his choice of personages was not that great. And I think, even on a literary standpoint, it's this would be a perfect time to bring forth a new character. It'd be like, oh shit, what? Well, who, who am I? Some random other motherfucker. Um, and Moses brought out all the rods from before the Lord unto the children of Israel, and they looked and took every man his rod. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the Lord said unto Moses, bring Aaron's rod again. Before the uh, testimony to be kept for a token against the rebels. Oh boy. And thou shalt uh, quite take away their murmurings from me that they die not. Most of them, I'm pretty sure, don't know uh, <clears throat> that this was just a stick that suddenly bore almonds. I mean, if you were even around a stick that just so happens to have some bloomage on it, it's, it's not going to prove too much. Especially if you're screaming something like, God did this and it was amazing. Uh, someone's just going to look at you and be like, you just ripped a plant out of the ground, man. But all right, everybody took their rods, and uh, everything's going to go well, and uh, uh, they're going to bring Aaron's rod again before the testimony to be kept as a token against rebels. Uh, see this? See this motherfucker? Uh, and it should take away all the murmurings against this whole god fellow, like, fucking them over. Uh, which I don't think, I think God's in this point of, like, let them eat cake moment. Uh, it feels very much like this. And I, I, I wonder if, uh, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and, um, Leviticus are very much like the, like the God isn't quite exactly there with his people. You know, like he's, 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 Going in a new direction, he thinks he understands his own creations, but I don't think he's really kind of getting it. Um, but, you know, maybe he is, and this is just a really strange magic trick. Um, and Moses did so. Okay, so we we put this rod out here being like, look, look what God has done. Uh, as the Lord commanded him, so did he. And the children of Israel spake unto Moses, saying, behold, we die, we perish, we all perish. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do. Whosoever cometh anything near unto the tabernacle of the Lord shall die. Shall we be consumed with dying? Uh, if you heard that, I don't know if you did or not, but that was a cat. Uh, that was the fat-ass Moby. That was uh, the basis of the Moby Studios that I... Uh, that's my office, basically. Oh, there's another meow. Yep. All right, anyway, so... That's happening. Okay, so so they put this rod in the tabernacle, and all, and he's like, I won't kill anybody, ha-ha, because I grew a stick. 
Uh, and Moses did so, da-da-da, and the children, behold, we die, we perish, we all perish. Whosoever cometh anything near unto the tabernacle of the Lord shall die, shall we be consumed with dying. It seems to them like, they're like we can't see the fucking rod. And it does say we, they, they all took a look at it, but it really doesn't matter that much, does it? Does the, does the rod, you know, signify much of anything? I, you know what, I don't, I don't really even know. I don't. I, I wish I did. I, I, it seems to me like these folks didn't see what was going on there, or they weren't impressed, and they're like, well, fuck, we're just gonna die. Thanks a lot, asshole. Uh, you didn't choose one out of Among Us, you chose one of the two high-ups over there. They like a shit. So, uh, I, yeah, okay, alright, I think, I think God needs another rainbow moment. No, the rainbow moment would be good for him, I think. But then again, he we we are just dumb followers, and uh, the rules are still not terribly much um, beyond don't get leprosy and uh, leave your wife in a cave. So yeah, there's that. All right, next. Hey man, in case my beginning roll didn't really sell you, I'm gonna try a mid roll on this one. So hear me out. www audibletrial.com forward slash John podcast will get you an audible.com trial absolutely free all you got to do is just sign up for an account it's really easy you could probably do it from your phone dude like easy peasy so it's in the show notes it's right there it's all labeled you just click some stuff press some buttons and man within probably less than three minutes and I might time you you can get yourself some free audible.com kickassityness also, on top of that, you send me an email going like, I hear you got some free books, man. Are you the free book dude? You can send that off to me and I will send you a free book that you just type in a promo code after you start ordering it and you get that for free too. So you get like 30 days for free, you get a book of your choice, and you send an email off with like maybe six words at best and I get you a second free book. You have hours of fun that like fill up that whole time think about like movie rentals and things and how much you spend on that this is free for a month like why would you not really like what's keeping you all right so the next chapter on this thing uh 18 right 18 okay here we go talking about rods in the last chapter we're gonna talk about something else in this one cool uh, let's see. And the Lord said unto Aaron, Thou and thy sons and thy father's house with thee shall bear the iniquity of the sanctuary. Uh-oh. And thou and thy sons with thee shall bear the iniquity of your priesthood. Uh, okay. Um, and thy father's house with thee shall bear the iniquity of the sanctuary. Okay, so you're gonna, you know, take up the sanctuary place, the tabernacle, I'm assuming. And thou and thy sons with thee shall bear the iniquity of your priesthood. Okay, so Aaron and his kids are still going to be priests, even though Aaron's probably not the best one. But if he is the best one about all these folks, eh, all right. And thy brethren also of the tribe of Levi, the tribe of thy father, bring thou with thee, that they may be joined unto thee and minister unto thee. And thou and thy sons with thee shall minister before the tabernacle of witness. Okay. And they shall keep thy charge and the charge of all the tabernacle. Only they shall not come nigh the vessels of the sanctuary and the altar, that neither they nor ye also die. So, hang on. Uh, they're going to take charge of the tabernacle. Uh, 
and but don't touch anything that's in the sanctuary, the tabernacle. Uh, otherwise, you're gonna fucking die. Dumb. And they shall be joined unto thee, and keep the charge of the tabernacle of the congregation, and all the service of the tabernacle, and a stranger shall not come nigh unto you. Well, we kind of need strangers to convert them, and we need a good conversion sort of rate. We can't just, you know, hope that people have more kids than them, so, I mean, like, whatever. Anyway, um, where was I? Okay, so whatever. You're going to keep charge of the tabernacle and no one's no one weird is going to come up to you. And ye shall keep the charge of the sanctuary and the charge of the altar uh, that there be no wrath anymore upon the children of Israel. Okay? So, uh, oh, <clears throat> hold on. If I'm hearing this right, it kind of sounds like, hey man, we're not going to punish everybody, but if you guys fuck up, I'm going to... Fuck up the, the, the tribe of Eli, or Levi, and Aaron. That kind of is what I'm picking up from this. Um, and, let's see. Uh, and I, behold, I have taken your brethren, uh, the Levites, from among the children of Israel. To you they are given as a gift for the Lord. Dumb. And to the service of the tabernacle of congregation. Well, I, okay, so that was a thing from before, I remember. I don't know why they necessarily chose them. I think it was just because that they were the smallest tribe, and they were like, eh, they, whatever. I don't know how big that one is. It could be four people, for all I know. Aaron and a couple of kids. Therefore thou and thy sons uh, with thee shall keep your priest's office for everything of the, al of the altar. And within the veil, and ye shall serve, I have given your priest's office unto you as a service of gift, and the stranger that cometh nigh shall be put to death. And the Lord spake unto Aaron, Behold, I also have given thee the charge of mine heave offerings, and all the hallowed things of the children of Israel. Unto thee I have given them by reason of the anointing, and to thy sons for an ordinance forever. It weren't, uh, wasn't that a thing before? So why are we reinstating that? It seems odd. I, I didn't think he got revoked as a priest. So it seems to me being like, hey, though all those heave offerings that you were doing or I was trying to do, turns out uh, I uh, give unto you all those powers and things. So <laughs> we're just going to sweep that heave offering mumbo jumbo uh, under the rug. Didn't know that was a problem. And the Lord spake unto Aaron, behold, I also have given thee the charge of mine. Oh, dumb. Uh, this shall be thine of most holy things, reserved from the fire. Every oblation of theirs, meat, every meat offering of theirs, and every sin offering of theirs, and every trespass offering of theirs, which they shall render unto me, shall be most holy for thee and thy sons. So we're getting back into the deal of like, if you're offering something to God, you get a chunk of it. And the most holy place shalt thou eat it, every male shall eat it. It shall be holy unto thee. What about the females? What are they going to do? Uh, and this is thine. The heave offering of their gift, uh, with all the wave offerings of the children of Israel, I have given them unto thee, and to thy sons and to thy daughters with thee by the statute forever. Every one that is clean in thy house shall eat of it. All of uh, the best, all the best of the oil, and all the best of the wine. And of the wheat and the first fruits of them, which they shall offer unto the Lord, them have I given thee. Thing is, you gotta be a priest. So, 
okay, so what's the like bad thing in this? You just got to make sure the tabernacle doesn't blow the fuck away when God gets angry because someone murmured about, I don't know if that's the right thing to do. And you guys take the brunt of all that shit. So you get the best of everything, but you get the first dealing of just death and destruction, right? I hope that's the case because uh, Levites are going to be fucking smote, I'm imagining. Uh, everything devoted in Israel shall be thine. So, okay, Nito. I don't know why this is a thing. I don't, I don't know. I, it seem, it just seems off to me. It seems so weird. We're making a theocracy, I guess. Duh, I guess. Uh, everything that openeth the matrix in all flesh, which they bring unto the Lord, whether it be of men of, or beasts, shall be thine. Nevertheless, the firstborn of man shall thou surely redeem, and the firstling of unclean beasts shall thou redeem. Okay, so you're going to get some really good food, you're going to get some really good stuff, uh, and you're going to be the first line of defense against redeeming people and making unclean beasts redeemed. And those that are to be redeemed from a month old uh, shalt thou redeem according to thine estimation. For the money of five shekels, oh my, what? You have to pay for that shit? After the shekel of the sanctuary, which is 20 geras. Uh, we gotta pay to have our kids redeemed. Boy, this doesn't sound like a, you know, a money pit. But the firstling of a cow, or the firstling of a sheep, or the firstling of a goat, thou shalt not redeem. Fuck them. They are holy. Oh. Uh, thou shalt sprinkle their blood upon the altar, and shalt burn their fat for an offering made by fire, for a sweet savor unto the Lord. God loves his fat burning. Uh, and the flesh of them shall be thine as the wave breast and as the right shoulder are thine. I suddenly thought, uh, God, God likes the fat burning. Uh, maybe, has anyone made like a God, um, like gym or workout or some stuff? Burn that fat for the Lord, you cow, goat, um, sheep person. Anyway, thoughts. Uh, all the heave offerings, the holy things, which the children of Israel offer unto the Lord, have I given thee and thy sons and thy daughters with thee for a statute forever. It is a covenant of salt. Huh. Forever before the Lord unto thee and thy seed with thee. Huh. Okay, I don't know uh, what the covenant of salt means, but uh, I, I, it sounds like it means something important. And the Lord spake unto Aaron for one of the few times he does this, thou shalt have no inheritance in their land, neither shalt thou have any part among them. I am thy part and thine inheritance among the children of Israel. So you get a, a bunch of food and a good chunk of change for all those newborn babies coming through, but you cannot own any land. You are owning a piece of the Lord. God, man, jeez. What a, <laughs> what a racket. And behold, I have given the children of Levi all the tenth in Israel for an inheritance, for their service which they serve, even the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. So they get a tenth of everything. That's where we get tithing. Um, I, uh, what does it mean to get a tenth part of, of Israel? I am interested. And behold, I have given the children of Levi all the tenth of Israel for an inheritance, service, blah, blah, blah. Neither must the children of Israel henceforth come nigh the tabernacle of the congregation, lest they bear sin and die. So only the Levites, these randomly chosen, quote-unquote randomly chosen group of folks, Aaron included, 
Uh, oh, you, uh, we were already in the congregation, and uh, looks like we we're the ones who are going to be watching over it. No one else, just us. Yes, indeed. If you come up here, uh, you're going to die. Because what you're probably going to see is just a bunch of just sodomy and um, just wine drinking, I imagine, and going like, yep, your kid's cured. Yay! Get the fuck out and give me my 20 garas. Uh, Neither must the children of Israel henceforth come out. Da, da, da. All the Levites shall do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation, and they shall bear their iniquity. It shall be a statute forever throughout their, your generations, and among the children of Israel they have no inheritance. Dumb. I don't know why you would join that particular thing, but, you know, getting a tenth part of everything and you don't have to be chased, that's fine. I don't know, maybe it'll be an okay thing, and besides, you're going to probably shack up in the tabernacle anyway, so what do you give a fuck about? But the tithes of the children of Israel, which they offer as an heave offering unto the Lord, I have given to the Levites to inherit straight on. Therefore, I have said unto them among the children of Israel, they shall have no inheritance. Also, it seems odd that God was really fucking mad two chapters ago, and he's like, all right, all right, all right, everybody get a, get a stick. I'm going to make Aaron pay for all this shit. And I'm not going to smite anybody, as opposed to what I was going to do, which was kill everyone. Apparently, I'm going to just promote people. That's the, that's the way to punish people who are creatively critiquing me. Dumb. Um... This seems dumb. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Thus speak unto the Levites, and say unto them, When ye take the children of Israel the tithes which I have given you from them for your inheritance, then ye shall offer up an heave offering for it to the Lord, even a tenth part of thine. Moby, I'm trying to read the Bible! Uh, and uh, so, um, yeah. I mean, on one hand, like, everybody finally saw God, right? Like, they saw the big-ass cloud, and he was like, I'm gonna fuck you up! And then everyone got scared, and then this became the way of things, because Aaron jumped in the way and been like, uh, don't plague the people. So maybe this is his way of going like, well done, you have bravery, and now you can fuck, drink, and baptize anybody you fucking feel like. So have fun. Oh, and heave offerings because of this bravery is really good. But he didn't know that shit. He probably would have just vaporized him if he so wanted to, right? I don't know. Sometimes you gotta jump in front of the fucking bus, I guess, right? Um. Anyway. Uh. Let's see. Um. Yeah, heave offering, uh, even a tenth part of the tithe. And this is your heave offering, which is reckoned unto you, as though it were the corn of the threshing floor, uh, and as the fullness of the winepress. Cool. Thus ye also shall offer a heave offering unto the Lord of all your tithes, which ye receive of the children of Israel. And ye shall give thereof the Lord's heave offering to Aaron the priest. Give it straight to him. Again, seems like a racket. Out of all your gifts, ye shall offer every heave offering of the Lord of all the best thereof, even the hallowed part thereof out of it. Again, seems like a racket. Therefore, thou shalt say unto them, when ye have heaved the best thereof from it, then it shall be counted unto the Levites as the increase of the threshing floor and as the increase of the wine press. Yay, so it gets even bigger? I don't know. Uh, and ye shall eat it in every place, ye and your households, for it is your reward for your service in the tabernacle of the congregation. So he just recruited him, basically, and his whole clan, and went, hey, this is, uh, this is my way of paying you. You take it from everybody. This seems odd. And ye shall bear no sin by reason of it. 
when ye have heaved from it the best of it, neither shall ye pollute the holy things of the children of Israel, lest ye die. So don't fuck around too badly. Don't become evil. Don't become bad. Uh, be good. Good, 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 good. Um, let's see, where are we at with this? 24 minutes? Eh, I don't know. Should I keep going? I mean, I could just have a short little episode for you guys where I'm just looking at, uh, what a, what a con this whole thing seems to really be for God and Aaron and all that. I mean, if we take it by a fact sort of deal, like, God's not doing really anybody any favors by doing what he's doing. Uh... And if it's not, then it's clearly, like, just Aaron and Moses going, like, how the fuck do we keep feeding ourselves? Because we're not doing a whole lot of eating. Uh, we're just going to take it from all these hard-working other folks. <laughs> it just seems so weird to me. It just seems so off. I don't know. I, I just don't get it. Um, well, I mean, chapter 19 is pretty short. Uh, you know. And there's quite a ways to go. So, yeah, fuck it, guys. You get a third chapter today. Yay! Uh, chapter 19. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, This is the ordinance of the law which the Lord hath commanded, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring thee a red heifer without spot, wherein is no blemish, and upon which never came yoke. All right, God says, Bring him a red cow. And ye shall give her unto Eleazar the priest, I didn't know he was a priest, uh, that he may bring her forth without the camp, and one shall slay her before his face. Okay, so Aaron is now, Aaron and his are priests, apparently Eleazar is one of them, uh, and we're going to kill this red, unblemished cow who has used uh, what I, some really good zit cream, um, and we're going to kill her right in front of uh, Eleazar. And Eleazar the priest shall take of her blood with his finger and sprinkle of her blood directly before the tabernacle of the congregation seven times. And one shall burn the heifer in his sight, her skin and her flesh, and her blood, and with her dung uh, shall he burn. Okay, we're going to kill it, burn it, and we're going to throw our, well, kill it, throw the finger thing, and uh, burn everything. And the priest shall take cedar wood with hyssop, and scarlet, and cast it into the midst of the burning of the heifer. Cool. Uh, then the priest shall wash his clothes, and he shall bathe his flesh in water. And afterward he shall come into the camp, and the priest shall be unclean until the even. Uh, oh, so he'll be unclean until this happens. So after you kill this cow and he burns it, he's like, All right, I gotta go. Shit. Uh, and he that burneth her shall wash his clothes in water, and bathe his flesh in water, and shall be unclean until the even. Okay. Uh, and a man that is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer, and lay them without the camp in a clean place. And it shall be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel for a water of separation. It is a purification of uh, for sin. All right, so we take this poor cow, and then we burn it. We wash the two guys who are dealing with it, and then we took the ashes and we put it in a clean place, wherever the fuck that is, uh, and apparently it's supposed to be a purification of sin deal, because we burned a cow. And he that gathereth the ashes of the heifer shall wash his clothes and be unclean unto the even, and shall be unto the children of Israel and unto the stranger that sojourneth among them for a statute forever. 
Okay. All right. He that touches the dead body of any man shall be unclean seven days. Ah, that's a fun rule. All right. Uh, he that purify himself with it on the third day and on the seventh day he shall be clean. But if he purify himself on the third day, then the seventh day he shall not be clean. That's a fucking idiotic rule. Whoever touches the dead body of any man that is dead and purifieth not himself, defieth, defileth the tabernacle of the Lord, and that soul shall be cut off from Israel, because the water of separation was not sprinkled upon him. Oh, even though it was dust. Uh, he shall be unclean. His uncleanliness is yet upon him. All right. This is the law. When a man dieth in a tent, all that come into the tent and all that is in the tent shall be unclean seven days. Fuck you. And every open vessel, which hath no covering bound upon it, is unclean. <sighs> okay, so if you... I'm imagining these tents are not just like, you know, little... T like uh, two sticks and a, and a flap kind of thing. I'm imagining these tents are pretty big. And, uh... They probably have entire families living under there, so you, uh, everybody under there gets unclean for seven days because some asshole grandpa decides to die, and everything that's in there that you hold somehow deal, like, dear, every open vessel not covering bound, okay, is unclean, I can understand that. If you have water nearby or some shit and some guy dies and, you know, he's just being totally clear that maybe you keep it shit clean is very important. <clears throat> and whosoever touches one that is slain with a sword in the open fields, or a dead body, or a bone of a man, or a grave, shall be unclean seven days. What about grave diggers? Those poor bastards. And for an unclean person, uh, they shall take of the ashes of the burnt heifer for a purification of sin. And running waters shall be put thereto in a vessel. Okay. And a clean person shall take hyssop and dip it in the water and sprinkle it upon the tent and upon all the vessels and upon the persons uh, that were there and upon him that touches a bone or one slain or one dead or a grave. And the clean person shall sprinkle upon the unclean on the third day and on the seventh day and on the seventh day he shall purify himself and wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and shall be clean at even. I really hope they appoint someone to do that sort of shit, because at some point, you gotta figure, being like, I gotta go to the Johnsons on the fourth day, because, you know, it's gonna be the third day soon. Gotta make sure it's on this day, I suppose that one. Everybody gets really pissed if you fuck up your schedule. Touching dead lepers everywhere, and people who just slaughter each other outside the camp, you know, the usual shit. Uh... But the man that shall be unclean and shall not purify himself, that soul shall be cut off from among the congregation, because he hath uh, defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. The water of separation hath not been sprinkled upon him. He is unclean. And it shall be a perpetual statute unto them, that he that sprinkleth the water of separation shall wash his clothes, and that he that toucheth the water of separation shall be unclean until even. And whatsoever the unclean person toucheth, toucheth shall be unclean, and the soul that toucheth toucheth it shall be unclean until the even. Dude, I would just be playing a game of unclean tag. Why would you not? I haven't taken my clothes off yet. That's how that would probably go down. And then I would be cut off and murdered out in somewhere into the who knows where of, um, you know, Israel. Fun. All right, uh, I think that's going to be it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any thoughts, concerns, questions, send something off to according to stupid at gmail.com. Uh, you can find all this stuff in the show notes and things. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You guys have been great. Uh, keep on listening, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Uh, and you've just been gospeled to by the stupid. <laughs> <laughs>